Welcome, everybody, to the Better Every Shift podcast. I am Aaron Zamzow. That is Janelle Fosquet. Hello. Again. Uh, we are in the year review. Happy New Year, or early New Year. Happy holidays. If, almost here. Um, almost New almo- Year. Almost New Year. Almost 2023. Yeah. And um, behind the scenes, Janelle and I have been laughing and crying and smiling and talking about the year in review, and hopefully you will go on a little journey with us as we go through some of the highlights, uh, great stories, great articles, great topics about um, 2022, or as there's a meme that's going around is like 2020 part due, you know, like it's 2020 all over again. But I, I think it was a much more positive year than 2020. Uh, I, I, of course, I... I see things maybe a little differently than most. If, if, if you have listened to any of the other podcasts, and by the way, uh, if you could, please give us a review, listen to some of our other podcasts that we've um, done uh, through the years, uh, through the year, I should say. Uh, subscribe, leave a review. Please follow us. Uh, your support is what drives this. I mean, Janelle is, is really the, the brains and uh, the organization behind it, but we get a lot of our ideas from, from you, the listeners, and we, we love the feedback, and your reviews help drive uh, future podcasts. So please uh, do that for us. We also do have a, an email where you can um, ask us questions. You can give us feedback. You can tell them either on something or onto something, whatever they, <laughs> you want to do, but um, it's really imperative for us, and uh, we do read everything. If you do have questions, we, uh, you know, we respond, and um, you know, that's the way we prefer it. But we we do appreciate you guys all listening. Want to wish you a happy new year, and uh, we're excited to review 2022 and maybe give you a little bit of momentum, motivation, some things to look forward to in 2023. So here we are, Janelle Fasquet. How did I do? Is that better? Not even a little bit. So you, for the listener, I am, um, I have challenges. You could probably all hear that. I've, I've pronounced Janelle's name a couple of different times. So it's kind of a personal funny joke between us. And then when we have guests on, I all of a sudden have this just brain cloud. And sometimes I pronounce the, the, the guest names wrong and it's, it's no disrespect. It's just kind of what you're dealing with. I am a truck guy at heart and, uh, you know, if you want me to break something, I'm really good at that, but sometimes pronouncing names. So I apologize. Um, that's which it's Captain Janelle, as I like to call it. But um, so that's kind of a funny little joke. So whenever you hear me say Janelle Fusquet, better? Not even close. No. Okay. no, it's OK. But, you know, I think what's important is consistency here. Um, and you've been <laughs> mispronouncing it, you know that way for like 12 years now or something. So, you know, it might just be easier for me to change and adapt to the new pronunciation. That might just make everything easier. I I see. I, I love the way you just reframed and thought, you know, took that whole thing and, and, and changed it around and made me not feel as bad. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, uh, well, we try to let you in on some of our jokes and behind the scenes stuff. And um, one of the things we were talking about this year behind the scenes is what would you say, what's your word of the year? What's your word of 2022? Oh yeah. So my word for the year was staffing. Um, that just seemed to dominate so many of our headlines 
on Fire Rescue One these days, um, the whole year, last year as well. Um, but this year it really got going. So um, we had several pieces of content come in about this. We had the quiet quitting angle and what that looks like in the fire service. Um, we also had an article about the, you know, looking at this phenomenon of these departments where firefighters were quitting in droves in these big groups um, and basically, you know, making a statement saying like, we just can't do it this way anymore. We can't do things the way yeah. we've been doing. Um, and that got a lot of attention. And then of course there was the other big trend of the great resignation that was going on. And this is, you know, this is smoothed out a little bit over the past few months, but it was certainly, uh, you know, a topic that we were reading about a ton just in, you know, mainstream media, but that was also trickling into the fire service as well. So I, my word of the year was staffing. I think it's going to continue to be staffing for a while, yes. but yeah. then we've got some changes coming. Um, and we'll put anything, you know, anything we're talking about here where I'm showing um, some of these articles, we'll put them in the show notes for you as well. So, yep. We also, we also have a pictures in review uh, article that we will reference and, and yeah. And thank you for all you do with the show, by the way. Um, I just have to show up and kind of be entertaining. Give yourself some credit. This is, this has been a blast for me. I've, I've learned so much just from our first couple of podcasts. You know, we've had great guests on. We've had uh, Dr. Reggie Freeman. We had fire chief Frank Lieb, fire chief Josh Waldo. We have uh, chief Dean Ali. We have uh, a lot of good guests coming up as well. I don't want to give too much away, but I've learned so much just from being able to ask questions. And um, I think from all those interviews, you know, uh, you had mentioned staffing was your kind of word. Mine is uh, check. And I know you're like, everyone's like, what the heck is he talking about? I think um, the fire service in general, we need to just check, stop, check, kind of check ourselves. Uh, reframe maybe would be another word. Reevaluate. Uh, but you know, we talk about uh, a lot of the themes that came up with our interviews, leadership, staffing was also brought up. Mm -hmm. uh, we look at, you know, how the dangers of the job have maybe changed a little bit, uh, mental health, uh, the carcinogens, you know, um, we look at response times and, and differentials even there from a previously apparatus, gear. You know, I think uh, with staffing, you also have um, just not only just staffing in general, but you have uh, overtime. So there's overworked and, and stress. So I think, you know, as as an industry and as a fire service, we need to just start to really pay attention more to how we need to get better. And I also believe from listening to our interviews, we we used to just be able to open the door and say, okay, who's next? Who's going to come in and join this fire service? We used to always, um, you know, think that everybody knew exactly what they were getting into. And that's changed. It, um, you know, data has told us that it's changed. And, you know, one of the, the articles that stands out is that this is not what I signed up for. And I, I look at it and go, yeah, 
I, I think a, a lot of people maybe were, um, they had a different perception. And I think it's also our job that are in this profession to make sure people understand what we do. And maybe we don't understand it as much. I, I think maybe that's where it starts because uh, we need to start uh, you know, reframing and rethinking the way we handle things, especially you know, we have to actually think about marketing. We got to think about running our departments based off data and better decision-making. We need to look at um, organizations outside of the fire service on how to manage people, how to manage conflict. And, um, you know, and all this stuff, I'm sure people are probably, <laughs> someone's probably gripping their desk very tightly listening to me talk about like, oh, who's this young punk? Look, I'm just a, I'm just a, a very fortunate messenger because I get to ask the questions and talk to the people that are really influential in the fire service. And, you know, so w when we look at, you know, words and summaries for 2022 and, and words for maybe going forward, I really think we need to just check ourselves and um, look in the mirror and, and figure some things out this next year. I hope that made sense. Yeah, kind of I think, bit, but. well, I think it's like, uh, it's almost like hitting the reset button, but I do like, <clears throat> what you said about looking in the mirror because I feel like that was another big trend that came up in a lot of articles that were submitted to us not so much on the news side per se but people are talking about you know needing to change the perception of the fire service as part of recruitment retention efforts really marketing the positions in the right way considering life safety divisions changing the names of departments even all of those were huge topics that got a lot of people talking and you know chief horton here who you know who wrote this isn't what i signed up for article um that was at the end of last year but it really took off this year this year yeah. and you know just the traffic was huge because i think people it re it resonated with people and i think that says a lot about the issues that we're facing and the need to like you're saying check ourselves a little bit. Yeah. I, and I don't think people are, you know, agreeing or disagreeing, you know, I, I'm one way or the other. I think it's just a kind of a self-evaluation where, yeah, you know, th these are some great points and these are some things that we really, you know, as a fire service need to, to do. And, um, and I, I think it's been seconded with all of our guests. Um, yeah. and, and, having these conversations with leaders and you talk to a lot of the leaders of the fire service because they write with you and for you. And, uh, and a lot of times you give them Liberty, Hey, what would you like to write on? <laughs> and it comes back to a lot of the things we just hit, you know, right on the head there. Um, oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, sneak, you know, peek behind the curtain here is I'm not dictating in most cases, not dictating topics for our columnists, our regular writers, even the folks who reach out, um, with one-off features and it's very telling the themes that people are choosing to write about. They are not directives from me. Um, every once in a while something will come up and I'll ask, you know, in the case of like the quiet quitting or the great resignation, I, I remember for sure with the quiet quitting article, that was one where it was such a phenomenon. Everyone was just like all over social media, people talking about this. And so I did, you know, ask the author like, Hey, what's the fire service angle here? But yeah. again, most of the time folks are, this is driven from them, from our writers, from the fire service professionals. And so it's very telling for me just as the editor, what's 
what's top of mind for folks. Um, So I think you hit it on the head there. And then the same with, you know, our first few shows, you know, those topics, they come up really organically. It's not like we're going into this saying like, Hey, Hey everybody, we want to make sure that we touch on staffing with everybody. No, that doesn't happen. It just comes up naturally because it's such a huge issue. Um, so I have the easiest job in the world. I just ask some uh, basic questions <laughs> and it really leads into uh, some really cool discussions, Yeah, um, which, yeah. you know, and some of the other things that we talked about behind, you know, the scenes this year are, it, it's been a heavy year from a standpoint, when you look at, there's been line of duty deaths, there's been, you know, the yeah. war in Ukraine, there is, uh, yeah. you know, we see what the firefighters are doing there. Um, you know, there's, there are some very large scale fires this year. Um, there was one, you know, the, there was a, a fatality fire in New York. Uh, there was just a recent one here in Wisconsin. Uh, again, we had some line of duty deaths. And it, it does remind us, though, that um, I, I think, you know, it still is a dangerous job. Obviously, uh, fire is still there, even though, you know, a lot of departments are saying, well, we just don't get the fires anymore. And, and I think this shows us that it does not matter. We still need to be proficient. We still need to put in effort. We still need to put in the work to um, mitigate these situations, even though we may not get them. That's why we have to even be better, I think. And and talking with you know Chief Lieb about that, he he uh, you know I I think he would support that 100. percent That even though we don't get that exposure, that's the main reason why we need to still focus and train and and dedicate ourselves to being better every single year. Um, and every single shift and every single day on, you know, basics of fire attack. Yeah. Um, well, I think those early year fires, those January fires, I mean, they were so devastating um, in New York and Philadelphia. And it really underscored the importance of just continuing to home, hit home on all the community risk reduction and life safety messaging. Yes. Um but also, you know, it, the year got started on such a tragic note, but it's important to remember that, um, you know, there were, yes, there was a lot of loss of life in those incidents, but the firefighters did some amazing rescues as well to ensure safety of others who were in the buildings. Um, and, and really the key, like, like Chief Lieb is always preaching is we have to learn from these incidents and get better and, you know, we don't want anyone's death to be in vain. We need to take the lessons from each of these incidents and move forward. Yeah. And, and I also think too, ref, you know, it goes back to retracking and reframing. It's not just, I, you know, it's not just a, you know, fire service. I think there's a lot of situations where, um, you know, and chief mentioned this too, he's like, Hey, there were, I, I believe 19 fatalities, but his crews also saved over hundred people. And that's unbelievable. So with that, and I think that's what your point is, is that mm-hmm. there are some, some really positive things um, that come from these, is, I mean, unfortunately, very, very bad situations. But that's, you know, we, we don't get called in when someone, you know, has a good day. We get called yeah. in when things are going wrong and we still need to mitigate it. And, and we're still good at doing that. Um, yeah. You know, not just FDNY, but... Uh, you know, there's a very large scale Walmart fire and you look at um, hurricanes and um, you look at the wildfires. I mean, we are still doing this job all over the country. And um, in a lot of cases, uh, 
nailing these things, meaning like we're still able to mitigate them. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, for me, what stands out is that fire that Chief Lee was talking about is they saved a hundred people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Was there anything, um, you know, as, and I'm kind of going back to like, was there anything that really stood out to you as far as like, uh, a big moment in 2022? Oh, the, the one that stands out to me the most is definitely, I, and there might be a little recency bias here, but the FDNY rope rescue last month. Oh yeah. Um, the, let me see if I can pull this up here. The footage from that was just insane. Like just totally insane. Yeah. Everything was um, caught right there. Right. Real time. Yeah, you've got this woman dangling out of a window and basically surrounded by firefighters there um, to save her. And she was so appreciative of their efforts. Um, this was just so classic. Like, I mean, it's it's like <laughs> it's a TV it's show. It's like a movie. Like it's a movie. Fire yeah, it's a movie. Backdraft come to yep. life. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, happening in real time. You know, we were seeing the footage of this come in on social media and then obviously they immediately started finding, you know, writing the news up. Um, and of course, they were praised for their efforts by the new fire commissioner. Yeah. Um, but this was just uh, when I think of this year, I immediately go to that rescue. Um, and so many people were talking about it and just kudos to the FDNY firefighters. Well, and I, I think too, the, one of the great things about, you know, what, what fire rescue one does is they share that, but I, I've had conversations we went over to, we have a, a, um, a heavy urban rescue team and they were talking about, okay, how are we, how can we do that? How would we do that? How would we set this up? Um, you know, we also look at that Walmart fire that sparked conversations, um, you know, online and it sparked some even in my department. Okay. We got one of those in our territory. Where are our hydrants? How are we going to respond? And, yeah. and to me, that's the essence of what we're trying to do with this podcast is really just get these stories out there and, and frame and, and get people to check themselves and say, okay, what if that was here? What if uh, I was the one that was supposed to do that? Can I do that? Do we have the resources? Everything from your command structure to, um, you know, how you respond and, and, and people. And so I think that's the really cool part about, you know, the fire service and, and where we're going is now more than ever, we have technology, we have resources, got this podcast. So make sure you share it and come back and let us know, um, you know, how it's helping you or if, if, and how it could help you. But, uh, you know, as you're listening to this, I hope you go back and look at these stories and go, okay, if I haven't had this discussion with my crew, let's talk about this. Yeah. Right. Just five, 10 minutes. If this Walmart fire is in our territory, if someone's dangling from this story uh, and use it to get better. I think that's, like I said, that's really what we're trying to do is to get you to think that way. Um, And that's what our guests, you know, got me to do. (laughs) I think, you know, uh, for me, the moments that stand out are uh, obviously the opportunities to talk to all these fine leaders. And then just when someone asked me about that episode, be able to reflect. I mean, it's, it's really been uh, an incredible thing for me. And, and I've, I feel, felt like, you know, personally, I've been able to really just focus on getting better. And, um, 
you know, and I think sometimes we go through lulls in our careers. And, um, you know, I was in 10, 14 years, you know, as a firefighter, and then I wrote. And so I'm in the process of that. But it's also kind of rekindled, like the pun there, rekindled my (laughs) uh, passion. And if we can do that for you, let's, I, I, that's really all, all I think Janelle and I are really trying to do. And, um, you know, again, we can't thank you enough for, for listening, but we got, uh, some more things hopefully to drive you and motivate you. Um, we, we talked about the Walmart fire. We talked about, you know, gosh, snowstorms, uh, this oh, year, yeah. there's also that's a lot of flooding. Crazy um, photo of that snowstorm in New York. That resonates with me because it's, very cold where I am right now. We had a fire <laughs> yesterday and it was very cold on the fire ground. Have you thawed yet? Uh, I, I think I can feel, yeah, my feet are there. I don't know if I have toes <laughs> that I can feel yeah. yet. So, uh, so if you're That's listening in a warm environment, God bless you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, not, not very warm day for, for me. Um, what else stood out to you um, this last year? I, I know like uh, as I got so excited to kick my camera, but you know, there, there's, I always resort to you because you have a very good idea of what's really kind of people are talking about because A, it's your job and B, you're very good at it. I mean, what, what other things uh, kind of stay, stand out to you or hot topics? You know, one thing that I wanted us to get into just a little bit was the issue of electric vehicles. Now I'm talking electric vehicles, like passenger vehicles and firefighters responding to extrications, um, car fires, but also electric apparatus and that trend. Um, <laughs> we've got here, I'll, um, I'm sharing our, we have a, a topic page for this and I literally couldn't find just a single article to share for this one because there's so much. It's, it's crazy. And this is one of those topics. It's such a mixed bag because people want to write about it. They want to read about it. They're really interested in it, especially from the standpoint of learning about, you know, fire extinguishment of car yes. fires. If they're showing up, you know, if you're rolling up on that um, and extrications. I mean, this has been building for the past few years, especially as Tesla has been getting bigger and everything and more and more people you know, own electric vehicles now. Um, so those topics, you know, from an editorial standpoint, the traffic is always huge on those articles. Mm-hmm. People really want to learn more about them. And then on the flip side, when it comes to the electric apparatus, it's like a whole different world because that's where uh, traffic is still solid. People are still reading, but it, it creates this whole, you know, um, the gloves come off. Oh, in the yeah. comments section on on <laughs> Fire Rescue One's Facebook page, because people just go head to head about it. Um, you know, we do have some content that answers some of those, you know, FAQs, you know, about how it works. Just like yeah. literally the basics of how it works. Um, you know, are you going to run out of a charge? on the way to a call uh well are you gonna run out of gas on the way to a call there's well you know, that's part of it yeah yeah <laughs> but then then on the other hand there are very real concerns about just the infrastructure that's required to support electric apparatus and so it's really interesting from my perspective to watch you know people's perceptions 
of electric apparatus, especially as more and more fire departments are starting to put in orders for them. They are, um, yes. Yep. It's happening. I mean, we cover every time we hear about a new department putting in an order, you know, we cover it. And mine, is a bit, mine has been on that list a couple yes, times. Yeah, yep. yeah. And, and, and we keep following up, you know. Um, yeah. And well, I remember we, we had a, um, an editorial meeting first part of last year and, you know, all the different editors and, and you, you, you asked me, you're like, Hey, how are, you know, you got one of the, the first EVs, how is that going? And, and like it was 80 people from the fire service all wanted to know, um, which I, I can't necessarily answer, uh, for a couple of reasons you know, one, I, I haven't had it firsthand experience on it yet. I'm, I'm typically on the other side of the town where city where that is, it's been, you know, obviously it's been out of service sometimes for different conferences and conventions. And it was like a little tour, you know, so we have one of the first EVs in, in Madison. And, um, I think one of the biggest reasons why it's, it's just drawing so many, so much attention is because we just don't know. It's the unknown, um, how they're supposed to be, you know, all the questions, how are they operating? Uh, you know, how do they do in the cold? How, you know, how is the pump um, is a pump electric because that's not NFPA approved at at certain points, and so I think because we're watching the evolution of a new technology in front of our eyes, um, we just don't we, we don't know. It's so new, but it is interesting because you know you as an editor, you're seeing both sides. You're seeing the mm -hmm. manufacturers are coming out with this, and then you're seeing consumers asking questions. And sometimes those questions are answered and sometimes they're not. So from you, it's got to be just a crazy kind of thing because you're seeing both sides of this. Um, you know, for me as a user, we also have some of those questions and some of the things are great and some of the things we just don't know yet. And so, yeah. uh, you know, firefighters, we don't do, I don't think we do very well with the unknown <laughs> in the fire service. And, uh, you know, it's like two things that firefighters hate are change and the way things are. So of course yeah. this is like the, the culmination of all of those different things in there. So, this is a um, big one. This is a big yeah. change, you know? Oh Not yeah. Everybody yeah. is ready for it. And I understand. And, but, um, but I think it's important that we keep sharing the information about it. Um, as an editor, I will continue to weigh how much information um, and, you know, just providing you what you need on this, but it's, it was definitely an interesting one to follow this year. And and it's going to continue into 2023 oh, yeah. guaranteed, yeah. you know, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I do get a lot, we do get a lot of questions in Madison and, and, you know, I, I think there's good and bad with, with everything, meaning like, um, and I don't, I'm not, I don't necessarily mean bad. I think we just need to continually ask questions, whether it's how do we respond to these fires? Uh, you know, the other thing that's really big in Madison is bikes. We've had a, um, one of the, the bike shops that sells the electric bikes go mm -hmm. up um, mm -hmm. because some of those batteries were overheating. Yep. And so I think, you know, looking at what we're trying to do with Better Every Shift is to ask these questions and have one of your members reach out to somebody in the community that knows. Uh, we have, um, I know like on in my department, we got a, a gentleman who has one. And so I just said, okay, next time we're working together, I want you to do a presentation on it. What do we need to know about these as firefighters? How do they burn? How do we put them out? How do they yep. charge? What are the, the, the different concerns that we need from, you know, safety? I mean, how many of these bikes are put together, meaning how close are they in these shops? So, um, 
I really believe that it, it it's a a great opportunity for us to get better and to ask the right questions. And, you know, at, and you said too, like the manufacturers want to know in this case. So it's really interesting how they're kind of reaching out to mm-hmm. the community. Um, so yeah, the EV thing is crazy. I mean, we talked about it quite a bit. We could go on for a whole nother, and maybe we, we might actually do a whole podcast on that. Um, I think we will actually. I got one coming up. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> so, so she's already got it. It uh, yeah, so I'm already yeah. plotting. Yep, the wheels are turning. So yep. let's change gears a little bit. What about yeah. um, for you? What's one of the funny stories that have come across your desk, or something that you remember from the year? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I loved the story of the fire department that got the the delivery of all the jars of ragu. Uh, do you did you see this one, Aaron? Um, it was uh, wasn't in Florida, right? Right, like. No, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, yep. T- Telequah. I'm not Telequa. sure if I'm saying that right, but yeah. um, it. You know, and if I remember correctly, this started because they were just doing like meal prep, and I think one of the officers maybe turned this into sort of a team building, and they were filming this, just having fun with a meal prep, and then one of the members put it up on TikTok. And then yeah. Ragu sees it yeah. on TikTok, reaches out to the department because they wanted to work with them. I think this was all tied in with Ragu had um, a campaign that was like cook like a mother or something like that. And so yep. the guys were playing with that theme with their meal prep. And then it just kind of exploded into this viral story. And Ragu ended up delivering like 800 jars of sauce to the department and we here i'm showing this i think they did now. a commercial i think they, they i, I think they did yeah. yeah when yeah. when the story first came out they were waiting for approval um just from like the local city council to be included in the ragu commercial um but it was just it was just such a fun story and it just shows kind of like the power of community the power of social media uh the power also of just well it's just great when a company recognizes the hard work of firefighters and wants to give back in some way. Um, in this case with a ton of hot sauce <laughs> and hopefully years. they're not all sick of spaghetti. <laughs> but. Yes. Yes. Years and years of, of ragu. You, you know, the, the interesting part about, I, th- I think that in, and for me, some of the things that stand out are, uh, the social media that is now present and prevalent, you know, there, there are firefighters on TikTok and there are firefighters on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And which I think is great because there are so many creative uh, members of, of, you know, uh, the firefighting community out there. Uh, Some, some departments are kind of looking at that as, Hey, is this a way we could, you, we could, do this for recruitment, which I believe is a, if done nice and or I shouldn't say nice, if done correctly, we should be using social media a little, little bit more, um, in the fire service. But then there's also, you know, one of the, one of the, the caveats to this is that we're married to it. And one of, uh, one of my highlights, like personal ones, um, and it's been confirmed just by talking with, um, and some chiefs around the country, in is uh well and I'll, I'll tell you the situation so we were doing a drill and i looked around the room and everyone is in their phone 
And I just said, I just said, Hey, you guys, please just put your phones on 15 minutes. Give me 15 minutes. And we're going to talk about this. And I remember everyone looking up and going, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And everybody put their phones down. And, um, I remember, you know, going through, it was great drill. And afterwards, someone just said, Hey, thanks. Thanks for doing that. Because, uh, we, I think we get so absorbed with it. And you know, how many people have spent like hours and hours on TikTok just getting down the spiral, this hole of, yeah. of these different videos. And, um, you know, so for me, a highlight I think is, is people acknowledging that we're, we are doing that too much and saying, thank you for calling me out on that. Because I think sometimes we don't even know, uh, there was a time where, um, you know, I sit in the firehouse, Lieutenant just turns off the TV and says, all right, everybody turn your phones down. And we just talked, started talking about stories, you know, 45 minutes. And you know what, Janelle, believe it or not, everyone survived. Wow. Yep. Yep. And, um, and I think this goes back to my message to check ourselves. I think this is part of it, you know, yeah. reconnect with each other. And I'm not saying you, you know, go the whole day without it, but I believe that it, it is, something that a lot of people really, I think we want to do this. I think we want to not be tied down to that phone and tied into that social media. So, you know, um, part of being better, maybe it might be, Hey, just let's do 20 minutes of just phone free time. And, um, yeah, disconnect a little bit, maybe have a little more kitchen table time that doesn't include phones. Right. Maybe um, some ragu instead of the phones. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, maybe cooking together. Maybe that's what it is too. I, I just, um, I think that that's, that's going to be something big in 2023 is just getting back to communicating, Yeah. you know, not through social media, but, but yeah. doing this thing called talking, I think is, would be a great thing to see. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's, it wasn't necessarily a funny moment. Um, I think it, in a way it kind of, I chuckled now cause I was like, wow, you know, we, we, are, we do get tied into that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, for me, I, I, that's one of my focuses for the next year too. What's, what's on your agenda? What is your, um, what's one of your focuses for next year? Oh my gosh. For next year, um, just focusing more on health, health and wellness overall. I know that's such a like standard answer, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, we we talked about it in an, an upcoming episode of the podcast that's going to be aired uh, the first week in January, I believe. Yeah, we uh, got into about, some health and wellness topics with yes. uh, Dan Kerrigan and Jim Moss. So that's coming for you. So you you talked about hitting the reset button personally, um, family, correct, friends. And then what about professionally? Oh gosh, are we getting into our hot seat here? Are we go. Well, for I, it? I, I kind of, I, I, I'm just, I'm gonna go. For, I'm gonna go for the hot seat questions. Yeah. Um, All right, let's. Get I was into trying it. to disguise it so you didn't get, <laughs> call me out on it, but just like in our regular episodes, uh, Janelle and I did hot seat questions for each other, and uh, I just advanced it without even her knowing. I was hoping I could sneak that we, by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're foregoing our wacky questions. Uh, this episode in favor of some more nostalgic, um, relevant ones. Let's say relevant. That. Yes. For an end of year review show. So, um, yeah. So professionally, is that what you were asking me? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Well, the big news, the big professional news for me that I was so excited about is FireSQ1 was named Best Website and the Jesse H. Neal Awards earlier this year. Oh, that's um, awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I have a, a beautiful plaque over here. I would show you, but it's like mirrored and it would probably like completely mess up the uh, video. But um, yeah, so this is an awards um, group that covers B2B business to business media and publications. So no, we're not up against consumer brands like, you know, ESPN, you know, things like that. Um, but I'm just so proud of our entire team. Everybody here works so hard. And I just so appreciate everyone, all the writers and the board members, the other editors, my supervisors, um, because it's it's such a team effort. But that one for me, is just like, such a heartwarming moment because um, to be acknowledged by such a major organization um, for this award was just huge for Fire Rescue One. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I second all that. I mean, you guys, uh, whenever I send anything in, I mean, you always make me sound pretty smart. And, uh, you know, and obviously giving us the opportunity to do this on the podcast is, 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 is unbelievable. Um, from a standpoint of, you know, uh, your, your supervisors and you with the idea to, to do this. And, um, you know, and I just go back to, I'm just a, a messenger. So, you know, as people are listening, this is more about you guys and, uh, what you want to hear, what questions you want asked and what, what guests you want. So, um, you know, Janelle is, is the heart and soul of this and I'm just the voice and, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say face because I'm not, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but congratulations. It's very well deserved, you know, uh, firsthand being able to work with, uh, you know, you and your, your crew and your staff, you know, all the way through COVID. And, um, you know, one of the things that I think everybody in the fire service needs to understand too is, you know, fire rescue one has got education. They have, um, not only is it news, but then they're, they're also, you know, we're, we're doing things like this and we're, we're trying to uh, improve people, motivate people and, and keep you informed at the same time. So awesome. Kudos to you guys. How about, how about for you? Best moment uh, professionally? Uh, th this is, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I tell stories, um, all the time about, you know, rooms that I've been in over the last 10 or 12 years. I tell a story when I was, uh, I was a part of a conference planning committee and, you know, chief Salka sits down next to me and I, I'm always the guy wearing sweats and, and I, you know, first thing he did, you know, I introduced himself and then he like hands me his iPad. And he's like, Hey, you know, you, you're good with these iPads. How, how do I get a movie on this thing? You know, cause I think he thought, and he's going to deny this too, but I, I, you know, I, I kind of look like an IT guy, you know, but here I am in these, <laughs> these meetings with some of the higher, higher ups of the fire service. Um, you know, Chief Alconis was there, Chief Salka, David Griffith, Dr. David Griffith. I, and so to be able to tell some of those stories and get the, just some of the insight that I've been very fortunate to have uh, access to out to, to everyone is, is just a highlight for me. And I tell everyone, they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, I I'm having all the fun. I, <laughs> I really am. I get to talk to friends and people from, you know, all over the, the world really. And, um, you know, so I, I just appreciate the opportunity. So that's what rocked it this year for me. And I think also to be out back on the circuit again, going to a couple conferences, 
being able to see people face to face was was a highlight. And um, just the enthusiasm people have, I think, to get better. And, um, you know, to me, that's what keeps motivating me. And, and that's, that's my highlight. That's awesome. That's great. And I'm looking forward to that, too, because I haven't been to a show since pre-COVID. Um, so I'm definitely going to be looking forward to hitting up, you know, FRI, FDIC. Mm-hmm. Um, Memorial weekend this year. Um, so that's, that's which is in May. I know May big news, big shift from October to May this year. Um, so hopefully we will be, you know, maybe, maybe we could do a show or two there. Uh, don't tell anyone. Um, but yeah, no, that's coming. And also, you know, other, one other thing that's ahead for 2023 is, you know, in 2022, we launched our first ever what firefighters want. Um, industry survey. survey, which was a huge success. Um, it, this year's focused on fireground leadership. Um, and just a little, you know, peek behind the curtain again. Uh, 2023 is going to focus around on stress and burnout and some of those topics that we were touching on earlier related to staffing. I just, I've been trying to conceptualize the survey at this point around this idea of the fire service being at this tipping point of stress Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. So the next few weeks, I'll be really digging into that. I'm excited about it. So please everybody watch for that survey hitting your inbox um, sometime soon. And yeah, please participate. Uh, We got a lot of great information from that. And we also then get, um, we kind of get direction as to what content right? Like that drives. Oh my gosh. There are so many good ideas. I have a whole document that's just dedicated to ideas that I didn't even get to with the 2022. I mean, I think we had like 15 pieces of content out of that, just analyzing the data. And then there could be like a hundred more. There's just so much interesting stuff that comes out of these surveys. Um, And it's, it's all a matter of finding the time to do them all. Well, and, but that's a great, that's a great problem to have. Um, let's hope again, people just continually, you know, and that's the thing, like this is, this is, I think more than ever, like in the fire service, you're starting to hear people talk a little bit about and take more ownership of it. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I'm not a chief and, uh, and, and I say that not, not in a derogatory way, but like, you know, FR1 has given this firefighter a chance just to, to ask questions and be heard. And I think a lot of us, um, you know, we do want to know. We do, The fire service uh, does, I think, is starting to get to a point where, all right, let's, let's figure out exactly what you want. And, and I think that's all part of the reframing or the checking ourselves mm-hmm. that we need to do. And, um, and I think, you know, that's why I'm really happy to be here doing this with you because, uh, you know, we're going to ask the questions. We just want you guys all to to answer them. And um, and speaking of that, speaking for feedback, I think one of the things that you and I wanted to do is just talk a little bit about a heartwarming story. And I didn't mean to change the subject really quickly, but I think maybe our listeners can help us out with this one. So you had one that was very heartwarming that that you remembered. Um, Yes. Uh, well, I'm a sucker for an animal rescue story. Anyone who knows me knows 
how much I love animals. Um, and so the story that stood out to me from the year was just this adorable story of these Tennessee crews who freed this kitten from a Walmart soda machine. And then they named <laughs> the kitten Pepsi. Pepsi. Um, and I just thought it was just too cute because, okay, first of all, how did the kitten get in there? I mean, let's be real. This is yep. a little confounding. Um, and I don't believe we got the answer to that. And maybe we just shouldn't know the answer. But um, I just thought it was cute because when this story ran, we were getting all sorts of adorable ideas for what the kitten could be named. And people Mountain were chiming. Mew? Yeah, Mountain Mew. Or Mountain Meow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people yep. are very clever. Um, but yeah, I, I did love that story. I know this is totally... A, a silly one to a degree, but um, when when we were talking about heartwarming stories, this one popped to my mind immediately. Well, one of the reason I kind of left this as last is I think our listeners could also maybe include something that they read uh, or maybe they didn't read. Maybe it's something about their own department um, mm -hmm. that helped kind of warm their heart a little bit, maybe motivate them, make them be thankful maybe had a little bit of gratitude because, uh, you know, we're able to do what we do. And, um, so if you do have a story, if you're listening to this, just please send us an email better every shift at firerescue1.com. And, uh, they can also comment on the show page and, or send us an email. But I, I think that's one thing. Cause we'll, we're going to do another one of these podcasts where it's just you and I, and we always are looking for heartwarming things. Um, I'd like to kind of finish too, like, uh, Something that happened close to, to my proximity is Waukesha. Waukesha had that uh, parade that, um, you know, we are also in, in this era where we are inundated with a lot of these mass, ca mass casualty incidences and, and that can get you down. It really can. But I, I, um, I urge you to reframe. And to think about the positives, there are a lot of positive thing, things that have come from this uh, event. One is just the community outreach uh, and, and how that community, community has risen. There is a story about a firefighter whose son who, uh, you know, had to rehabilitate and, and, and learn how to walk again and how that community and the fire community kind of came together. They did do the parade again this year, and um, it was very heartfelt, warming. And I think it just talks about the resiliency of the fire service. I think it talks about the resiliency of people. And uh, we also want to hear about these stories. And I think it, it's a great little thing to end on from the standpoint of what we do here at Better Every Shift is we take some of the things that maybe aren't the most um, sexy, aren't the most positive, and we try to get you to think about how they can be. Um, I've learned a lot from just doing these few uh, episodes. Janelle, happy holidays. I thank you tremendously for the opportunity. Um, happy holidays to you as well. And I think there's a great place just to say, what a great year. We're looking forward to 2023. Please reach out to us with some great stories uh, and uh, some motivating stories that we can use and highlight on the show. Anything else? What did I forget? No, I think you hit on everything. I just so appreciate this opportunity to work with you as well. And this is just a fun new opportunity for us. We really hope to reach so many of you. And like Aaron said, please reach out if you have any feedback, questions, comments. We are all ears. 
We really are. That you you do drive the show. We uh, appreciate all of the feedback thus far that we've had on our episodes, yes. and yes, we are. Thank you. Yeah, we are looking forward to a lot. Um, hopefully, some many many more. And you know, ultimately, just uh, remember everybody to uh, be grateful, uh, be uh, be present, be safe. Sometimes we got to look for the positives. Uh, we urge you to do that and help them. And those positives hopefully will motivate you and educate you to be better every shift. Thanks for listening, everybody.